I said last week, uh, threw out a stat that I thought that about 75%, I remember reading or hearing that 75% of games were decided by one score left. I found out the answer because I wasn't 100% sure. And to uh, quote, uh, get smart from the old Maxwell smart things, you know, watch that growing up, I missed it by that much. It was a little bit uh, less than that. It was about 50-some percent. So just wanted to make that correction, hold myself accountable on that one. <laughs> when he said it, I can't quite do a good imitation of it, but uh, anyway. Uh, you had Bryce Treggs active, and it seemed like he provided that deep threat for you guys. How much did that help the other guys, just to have him kind of stretch the field? Yeah, I think having Bryce was, it was an injection of speed, you know, to the offense. And I think it helped not only other players, I think it helped us as coaches, helped us on our mindset, helped me in my mindset. I know just thinking about the way, you know, scripting plays last week in practice, let's throw it deep, you know, let's throw it deep. And everybody kind of feeds off that. So that, that was good energy he brought. And then, of course, you still got to make the play, which he did. And uh, that, that was good for our offense. How much does that help open up some of the underneath stuff and even, and even the run game? helps immensely. I mean, the longer you go, the more games you play and don't stretch the field, the field starts shrinking on you. And that's a real bad feeling as a quarterback when you feel the field shrinking. Um, so you got to continue to push the ball down the field. Um, we've been calling a number of them, but thankfully last week we got it going um, in, that, in that way at least. I mean, there were a lot of other areas that we didn't do so well, but that was an area that was a bright spot for us. Right. Right, I'm sure one area you're not happy with is third down conversions. Is that more a product of too many third longs? It's certainly, uh, that, that's a part of it. But, you know, it's something that we work very hard at. You know, we, we trust the, the process. We trust the plan. We trust the people. We just got to keep working coaches, players together. Um, we just got to make a commitment that we're going to find a way to get better. Usually you watch third downs. Like I always go back after every game and watch every third down two or three times and you, to evaluate first, are we putting the guys in the right position? What are we doing from an execution standpoint? And then what are we doing from a playmaking standpoint? And invariably, there's a, you know, there's a handful that you think, oh, we just should have had that. And if we made two or three more, it looks like we're a good day. But at the end of the day, it's like Coach always says, there's no excuses. We just have to find better ways. We have to find ways to get better on third down. Right. What has Sproles done to play 80% of the snaps and get you away from that rotation? You know, I think last week was uh, really was not the plan going into last week's game. The way the game plan was divided up, uh, there were certain personnel groups that Ryan was going to play. For instance, in our two tight end package, Ryan was going to be featured in that package. And going into the game, the plan was to kind of mix our our three wide receiver package and our two tight end package. You know, not 50-50, but it would be a good mix. And then, you know, we got behind early. It ended up being a game in which we were a lot more three wide receiver set than what we had planned for. And, um, and Sproles was going to be featured in that personnel group. And so that was, honestly, that was one of the reasons. We really thought it would play out a little bit differently. So, um, but then certainly, you know, Darren's a great player and it's hard to want to take him off the field. But we just have to keep reminding ourselves that's, it's good to mix it. We got a lot of talented players. Let's use them all. Sample size with Carson now uh, at the halfway point. What's your assessment of, of his play and the different things that he's had to work through? I, I couldn't be any more glad we got this guy. I mean, I'm really he's a he's he's a good player. He's you know the start his first eight games of his career. There's been a lot of really shining moments. You know, like all of us, like everybody in this room who goes out and works every week to prepare for these games, 
and then you go out and you play. You actually have to play. You can't just do it in the meeting room or on the practice field. You really got to go out, compete in one of the highest competitive industries there is, one of the hardest position to plays. And you know, I think he's he's done well. He's made his mistakes, but we all have. And um, I'm just glad he's on our team. And I think the future is very bright. And I think the near future is very bright. Less accurate than he was uh, early in the season. Um, I wouldn't say. I, well, I don't know. I don't. It doesn't feel that way to me. Um, it doesn't feel that way to me, um, but I don't know. I mean, I guess we could go back and measure, you know, the, the statistical thing on each throw. Um, I, I feel like he works hard as mechanics. Um, you know, you throw it 47 times, you're going to miss some throws usually. Uh, so yeah, he's still making a lot of good throws. The ball down the field as, as much Sunday as he has all season. I think 12 times he had passes over 20 yards. Um, what was New York showing that, that kind of encouraged you to do that? Yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was just coverage-based, you know. I mean, they played some of the concepts that, we, you know, honestly, some of those plays that we hit downfield have been in previous game plans. Um, but if, for instance, when you just play a soft, two-deep zone, some of those aren't as good. But, you know, they played. We caught on the one to Bryce. They were in a blitz palms coverage, which everyone around the league understands is a kind of four across, two under. Deep and you know we just hit the right call at the right time, and uh, and hit the right you know where other times we've called a similar play, hoping to get that and it's not that coverage and then you got to take the underneath stuff so there were a couple things at work there, um, but certainly that was one of them the coverage has dictated it. You know, because he added that speed that you mentioned into your lineup, why, why do you think it took so long to kind of get him in the lineup? I mean, was it the knee injury? Was it learning the offense, both? I mean, I think some of it is we got him late. You know, you, you just tend to we worked the whole off season with all with our other guys, and we got Bryce late. And you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I didn't know we get the report from Howie and the scouts. Hey, we we like this guy. That's why they're bringing him in here. Let's think about how, you know how can we use a guy with this kind of speed. And uh, but until you see uh, the, until you see it, and it took us being kind of forced into having to use him with the situation that we had. So uh, that's good for Bryce. Um, but that that's pretty much I think the answer. I mean, you got that whole off season invested with those other guys, and you know what you have. And so I think there's a comfort in that. Frank, you guys had like nine possessions inside the 23, um, and Carson threw 15 passes in that situation. But none of those passes went. Only one went to Zach Ertz, but it was a, pretty much a check down. None of them have been thrown to him in the end zone. Pretty much, it's been. It seems like that's been the trend all season. What have been the issues of trying to get Ertz the ball in the in the end zone when you guys are in the red zone? Yeah, I mean, you know, that's. You know, he's he's a guy we want to feature. I mean, obviously, last week was a big week for Zach. Period, and um, as you guys have noted, he probably wasn't targeted as much in the previous games. Period. Not not just in the red zone, but to your point. Um, yeah, he's a playmaker. Um, we need to find ways to get him the ball in the red zone. I would agree. Right. It's kind of the deal with the run game. Have you guys, I mean, that's who you wanted to be at the beginning of the year, a team that, that ran the ball. And in the wins, you, you pretty much did that. Is it just getting behind, or have you gotten away from the philosophy a little bit? Um, I think some of it. Some of it's the flow of the game and getting behind, you know, not all of it. I, I think we've run the ball pretty consistently the whole year. You know, we haven't had a game where it seemed like we had that 35 carry game yet, um, you know, for whatever reason. So, um, you know, I know all you got to do is look at 
Doug's past to know, you know, they run, you know, he runs the football. His philosophy is to run the football. His mindset, his play caller is to call, you know, so some of it's just been the flow of the game and feeling like wh where we're making plays and where we're not making plays. But, you know, we definitely, I think every team would say this, we, we want to be a team that can run the ball effectively. I don't know what the numbers you want to put on it are, but, you know, there's a number that floats around in the NFL that if you can get 125 yards rushing, you know, usually good things are going to happen in a game. Um, we don't live and die by that number, but it's a general barometer of, of where you're at. You know, I mean, obviously losing Lane, uh, losing Lane was a big loss, but I think Big V stepped in there and, you know, and then losing Allen for a game or two. I really think the guys have played well. I think in the offseason, you know, I know Howie had said, hey, one of our priorities was to improve at that position, at the offensive line position. Let's get some depth there. Let's get some guys that we can develop into long-term starters. And I think that's paying dividends. I think that that was the right move, and I think it's showing itself in the way it's playing out. Peters has, has played well after struggling with injuries last year. A, does it surprise you he's playing so well at his age? And B, how much emphasis are you guys putting on him during the week? To, I mean, for Jeff to kind of keep him out of some drills yeah. that he's aren't necessary and things like that. Yeah, I mean, he and Stout and Coach Peterson have a have a good understanding of. You know, Jason's not looking. You know, it's not that he doesn't want to work. I, I love the way he works. Every week when we. At the end of the week, when you go back through the practice film, I get amazed, and I've shown this to our, show this to the offense once or twice. You look at how hard he practices on the reps that he's taking. Um, from a coach's standpoint, you look at the athleticism that he still has in his body. I mean, it's really astounding to me. I mean, he's got a lot of athleticism left in that body. Um, I don't know how many plays he has left, but I, I really don't see any signs. I, and I wasn't here when he was in his prime prime. But he might be the best offensive lineman I've ever co coached. I mean, guy's awesome. Where your career as a player, coach, have, have you uh, seen anyone with, this, with the size, talent, combination roles? Is there anyone comparable to him? Yeah, no, he's a unique player. I mean, you know, Danny Woodhead in, in San Diego is a, a good player, but Sproles is a different kind of player than even like a Woodhead or some of the other smaller backs because he's so strong. He's just physically a strong man. And uh, I remember when I was in San Diego for a couple of years there, it, he was legendary there. You know, in the weight room, he's the strongest guy pound for pound, um, how hard he works and so on and so forth. So I, I just think he is a unique player. Yeah, Bryce is a real smart guy. I don't think he's all the way there yet with the playbook. I think he's studying hard, and um, and but there's a lot that goes into it, a lot of little nuances. Um, I think he's getting there very quickly, and there's I think there's something about the mindset of knowing that you're going to be active and knowing that you're in there that it even accelerates that. It's just a different mindset. So um, I would anticipate in the next week or two it'll be like he's been here forever. But right now, I think there's still a little bit of a ramp up as far as learning the offense and all the nuances. I know you used to Bo Allen earlier in the year. Is that just because Bo was, you know, more involved in the defense at that point? And also, how do you feel Isaac did? Did he get the right guy on that play? Was he supposed to take it? Yeah, Isaac, well, Isaac did a real nice job. Actually, someone 
someone else, kind of, we had leakage, and Isaac had to clean something up on that play and did a nice job. You could tell in practice he's got the athleticism. He, he's got it to do it, and, and you're right in that, you know, Bo was in there earlier, but then when Bo kind of got called more into action, you know, for the defense and playing a little bit more there, you know, it's just easier when you can use your own guys. And so circumstances kind of dictated us experimenting with Isaac back there. He did a nice job, so I would anticipate that, you know, he'd be an option going forward. When you bring along a rookie quarterback, what markers of growth are you looking for throughout the season? Like things that you want him to be able to sort of do that maybe he wasn't perfect at? You know, I think just show an unwavering toughness, you know, and mentality that even though this is a game with a lot of huge ups and downs, this is a very emotional game played by passionate players, but you've got to have a steadiness. You've got to see him go through those ups and downs and not waver and not blink. And then I think, you know, that's just kind of the general thing. And I think more specifically, it's get a little bit sharper. And I'm, not, I'm speaking for all of us now as an offense, but certainly, uh, you know, just growing in situational football. And, 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 and that in no way is meant to say anything other than we as an offense need to make improvements. And he's our quarterback, so he needs to lead the way. He needs to lead the way, and we need to give him, put him in position to lead the way. And, uh, and so that's really will be an emphasis and a focus going forward. We've kind of got all that early stuff out. Now let's go. Let's, let's really concentrate and be great in this area. Hey,